You're listening to Sorry the Blender's Broken. Uh, it's a bartender podcast about bartending by bartenders, exposing our stories to the outside world, aka non-industry people. You're welcome. I want to say a big thank you to Charlie and Alex at La Posta Pizzeria in Severna Park, Maryland. Pizza's fire here. The Caprese was amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're currently drinking Allegrini Palazzo della Torre is a... Uh a Super Verona, if you will, a Corvina-based red blend. Um, and uh, they sell the hell out of it right here. And uh, part of that is uh, is me uh, drinking that. So uh, enjoy. Uh, today we're going to talk about understaffing. Uh, it's a big, big, big thing all over the country um, that's happening right now. i personally never seen it as bad as this before. If you don't know and you go to a restaurant, and you see people, and it's short-staffed, and they're like, excuse us, you know, there's signs, and it says, we're understaffed, just, you know, bear with us, because nobody wants to work. I got my buddy Adam with me today. Hey, now. Known him for a long time. Ex-bartender, now yes. rep for a very big distributor for liquor and spirits, and he knows what he's doing. So, Adam, for example, understaffing this summer there's a big bar in ocean city maryland secrets that you everybody well if you're not from maryland it's one of the biggest beach bars yeah, in the country it, period yeah 100 percent. <laughs> one of the largest bars uh on the eastern seaboard and i know that <laughs> they needed bartenders and there's a time that you would have to die. Oh, you yeah. Or if you were gonna bring somebody into that bar as you're like mm-hmm. you're you're vouching for them, that like we need to see credentials. Yeah, I mean, yeah. To the point yeah. where they make so much money in the summertime, they went on unemployment for the wintertime just to keep them. Yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. That bad. Absolutely, it's weird out of my hundred and at one point 120 different accounts that i handled i would say there were fewer than 10 that weren't actively looking for more help i couldn't believe it i can't believe it. it's crazy i've been in i've been bartending for since i was 21 i'm almost 39 now off and on Uh, industry i've been serving since 18 19 i just never seen it this bad before it's It's weird crazy and it hasn't stopped you think at this point it's a year later, a year and a half later. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's still bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on, I, there's arguments to be had that, that COVID, like, forced a lot of people out. 100%. Um, and that they had to figure out other things to do, and they just straight haven't come back. Yeah. Or uh, So, in which, if that's the case, we're looking at a much bigger problem, that we're waiting right. for a new crop of employable people exactly. to show interest in this kind of thing. Like uh, my restaurant alone, we haven't had a full kitchen for seven oh yeah, months. Back of the house is the worst. It's it there, uh, uh, you know. For a while, people talked about that. Well, the extra three hundred dollars, and I think that's is what's keeping people out of uh, 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 out of the restaurant business. But any server or bartender that's in a decent spot that uh, um, that has fluidity and has chops isn't sweating. An right. extra three hundred dollars because they're going to make that up in a shift easily. So and then some, you know. Easily. So, so the back of the house is what's getting cooks, line yep. cooks, sous chefs, executives, yeah, everything, everything. The, the lot of it got gutted. The heart of the restaurant, heart of a bar, is the back of the house, hundred percent. 
uh, you know, I just think that when they started to think about going back, there aren't restaurants that are paying that money mm. that they should be paying. Mm. But then again, there's some places that like I'm willing to pay this much money more than I usually pay to get them back. But it just hasn't been a thing, and it's it's I've never seen it like this. It yeah, it's it's kooky. Um, in some regards, uh, you know, what what sent me before I was behind the bar, I was I was a chef. I went to Johnson Wales, right. did all that, um, and in my my end of it. I was kind of what pushed me to front of the house was that those guys had way more fun. Right. And those guys walk with oh, cash yeah. and those guys, uh, you know, I'm getting an hourly uh, get check. to talk to the women right. and they, those guys, every day's payday and, and all the, <laughs> all the goofy shit, all the partying and all, you know, all the things all the, that all come the, with all the fun shit. And then I'm in the back <laughs> and you know, I'm, I'm sweating and bleeding sweating. and, and you know, and getting I'm, your ass beat. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting five I still hours have PTSD straight. PTSD from Mother's Day, fucking Valentine's uh, Day, Mother's <laughs> Day, 1994. Right. Uh, <laughs> we did eleven hundred a la carte covers one year. Yeah. And uh, um, at one point, my chef had to pick me up off the floor because I was just laughing slash crying at the amount right. of tickets that were coming through. So I mean, you go through some shit back. Yeah. There, without question. Those those guys and are they aren't the soldiers well of the restaurant, one hundred percent, and like they want to get paid. So if you want people back in your restaurant, you back in your bar, you pay them. You, you need to take care, of, yeah, back of the house uh, first, and then everything should come shortly thereafter. One hundred percent. Customers will tend to recognize good food. They'll tend to recognize the effort being put forth. Something clever, right. not some some not another ding dong. You know, dipping stuff in the fryer. You can uh, create a menu or a bar menu and say this is going to be the best menu in the world. But if you don't have solid chefs, line yeah. line cooks, sous chef, pantry, whatever, that execute it out, timing is, uh, then you're not yeah. going to make your the food doesn't mean anything. The menu is garbage. I mean, it all depends on experience. Well, competitive. I think. <laughs> make it right. Make it a. Uh, if you got a guy that's working. That has a solid resume. You pay him twenty mm. plus an hour. Well, if if hourly is even part of a discussion, right. you know, uh, you're the, looking for a sous chef. Yeah, exact. yeah, yeah. There's an you need to break out a salary that's yeah. worth enough. And it all depends on the place. Also, it depends on yeah. their resume. Yeah, and that's what it comes down to. Um, and what you're trying to accomplish. I'm certainly not exactly. saying let's throw um, some right. dude. You know. Uh, no disrespect, but some dude whose job is pretty much firing crab dips right. and mozzarella sticks is not a, a seventy thousand no. dollar a year employee. However, um, you know that's certainly it's a stepping stone to becoming right. something further. Everybody, you know, I was a fry cook. Uh, right, you, you got to work your way up. I was <laughs> a, I was a, I don't know, a server, then bar back, then yeah. bartender. You got to work your way up. But, the guys that earn their stuff. But but taking care of uh, a talented back of the house is a huge part of the problem. It is. And if it's a question of, you know, I got to tack 50 cents onto this sandwich and a dollar onto that, then th- do, make man. it happen, you know. Just keep a full line. A talented front of the house staff will get paid regardless. Yeah. You know, people are going to show up to see the server that makes them comfortable. People are back the in the restaurants now. People yeah. People back in the bars. That's not even an issue. Yeah. Like, Bartending jobs right now, server jobs are dime a dozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but at the end of the day, that's you know the the, uh, the gas. On, on the restaurant end, yeah, you know, for sure. definitely comes from back of the house. And the back of the house has been neglected for a long time. So, I don't think I've ever asked you this. What made you leave the bar side to rep side? Uh, opportunity. I mean, uh, I feel like um, it's a big thing that I did happens for a with long, our business. At some point, you just get to that point and you're like, I'm ready to. I kind of, you know, snake eating tail. I, I kind of. I got into the restaurant business because I wanted to be a chef and I wanted to have my own place. So I went to culinary school. I worked in kitchens. I eventually figured out, uh, uh, you know, look, I got to learn front of the house too. Uh, So I did kitchens for, you know, 13, 14 years um, from 16 on. um, And then was like, yeah, yeah. If I want to have my own place, if this is the game, then I need to, figure out what's going on out there. And then I fell in love with front of the house because of that's just way more fun. That's 100%. And, and, and uh, you know. That's like the one thing I never did. I never did back of the house. I was also in house. my upper 20s, mid to upper 20s, and that's where the party was, frankly. Yeah. You know, there's <laughs> women and booze and yeah. extracurriculars. Drugs. Yeah, exactly. It's whatever. It's like it's, Studio 54. This is so much more fun. This is <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not hiding behind the dumpster uh, fucking, <laughs> you know, burning one real quick. I'm, I'm out here with the people. You know, <laughs> and you know, to people that don't realize it, you don't know because again, this is about the bartending side, the the rep side. You guys are very, very important to restaurants and bars. We, yeah, we work together all yeah, day because we, we need to. Yeah. If you didn't bring the booze, we don't have the booze. We don't have the wine. We don't have the liquor. Mm-hmm. We don't make guests happy. Hey, yeah, uh, that's it's just a big. Yeah, yeah, Circle it's, of it, life. it's it, absolutely <laughs> it is. It, it's part of it is you know, uh, any rep who's worth a worth a shit, in my opinion, has been in the business for a little while. You Gotta need to, I, you need to understand your customer. You Both need to, side. yeah, you need to understand. You need to feel their pain. We've we've done this, um, right? And and maybe that uh, creates a clever. Uh, idea here or there with whatever product that we're supposed to be pushing at the time. Like, hey, man, you know, I know you're a bourbon guy. Let's check this bourbon out. Let's play with it. Let's see what we can tweak it. You know, it's it's re- it's just as much relationships as it is uh, selling product, without right. question. Just as you have relationships with your customers. Right. You know. It's like me having regulars. Exactly. We, we spider web out from there where I get to, I get to play with whatever bars and you know they get to uh, uh take that to their customers and they all you know right it all gets dispersed like we had a conversation earlier our other friend said years ago um a guy wanted to push sailor jerry on me <laughs> and and you have captain drinkers and they don't want to drink sailor jerry but it's like i can give you a deal and yeah you don't well, well, push so much on somebody you can yeah, get yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah. We'll, you, we'll try to find our niche, and we'll see what happens. Right. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But, you know, we fought the good fight. Uh, <laughs> and that's what our suppliers ask from us, right. you know, it, it, as a, from the distributor side. Now you Get said, it out there. If it doesn't work, okay. Right. Maybe we're looking at the bare bones. You know, and, you, and 100%, you probably have things that they're like, hey, Adam, I need you to try to, you know, we got bonuses on this and this and this. And you know where to go. You know where to drop that off at. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, you said earlier it affected. So, was there a chance of not to get you know too personal? But was there a chance of you getting laid off? Uh, were you scared? How about that? Were you uh, scared? Me, well, I was. I was furloughed for a couple okay. months uh, when when COVID hit. I, yeah. I, I I sat I sat out With for the about same three. Company. Yep, same company. Right, right, uh, it's right. just it was uh, how it was. It was, it was uh, all that's, that's where we were at. Restaurants you know, weren't uh, open as a as sell liquor as an on premise exclusive rep, which is my my gig. I don't have liquor stores. I'm right. I'm all restaurants and bars, and even maybe a little more specialized than that because they kind of put me more or less in white tablecloth or or fine dining and craft cocktail focused accounts. Right. That went away quick. You know, that drop, that, that was a trap door I walked through. Um, so what are you going to do at that point? You're going right. to, you're going to carry this dead weight for this, you know, this semi-pricey knucklehead, Adam Harrell, or, you know, right. or, or are you going to call it a day? <laughs> you know, so when it started recovering, I was fortunate to be, uh, one of the first people asked back as a rep. Um, you're a rock star. Uh, I'm just and seniority more so than anything else. I've, I've been there for a while. They know I could, I could, at the very least, um, maintain a great deal of accounts as opposed to growing business. In you know, so I a, a good example might be before pre furlough, I was looking at about seventy or so accounts that I managed, and you know, uh, uh, in parentheses. Really, you see about forty of those guys. You know that you have to. Yeah. You aren't going to hit seventy accounts in right. a week, realistically. Right. So you you, you don't have you, a life. You, then yeah, you knock it out. You pick your baby doll accounts, and you pick the. <laughs> right. You know, you figure it out. But uh, um, when I came back, I ha- they gave me hundred and thirty. So that's that was- literally almost doubling my workload. Um, but the idea was, you know, don't concern yourself with specific brands, specific quotas. So we have a dollar. Like we have a, a dollar anymore. number. We want you. To, we right. want you to take some of the burden off our customer service people, some of the burden off your managers, and just make us money. Right. Straight up. So the quotas cash. weren't even a thing anymore. Not even a thing. Which, it's like which, hit this number. Right. You know, make which, it happen. At one point, they, there was quotas. Like oh oh no, quotas oh were quotas are back. <laughs> okay, now they are. In a in a massive massive way, uh, but, <laughs> but when you it, first got back, it was like it was just I don't like, care. dude, just get keep shit done. keep us moving forward. Right. Uh, get get keep the fucking lights on. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, now we there are some distributors that took that handled things differently. Some of them kept, you know, kept the on premise on, even though on premise was ten percent of a, of what it was, you know, months prior. Um, and they gave them basically busy work. You know, you maybe maybe one day you're out there with the drivers. Maybe one day you're in the warehouse. Maybe you're, one right. day you're you have this uh, course you need to take for this certification or wh- what have you. Uh, we held on for about a month of that, maybe two months of that, and then it was kind of like this isn't sustainable until we see something right. happen back up. Here's all the information you need to get unemployment. Good luck. We'll call you if we if we right. think it's time to come back. And thankfully, that la- that lasted about three months. So <laughs> I know now, even now, I've talked to other reps, and they're like, our lack of drivers is oh, it's causing brutal. so much bullshit. Yeah, because yeah. people don't realize that again that aren't in the industry. 
oh, Joe Blow goes to the bar. I'm like, hey, how come you don't have this liquor? Uh, I, I put it in. Yeah. We have this many drivers driving around the state of Maryland. Yep. Virginia, D.C. I can't necessarily guarantee you anymore that it's going to get to you on this day because it's not a thing. Mm -hmm. I have this. I got lack of drivers. Yeah. Yeah. There have been several of those. We're fortunate that right. we've been able to maintain most of our drivers. That doesn't mean everything's going perfect because there are so many crazy hiccups in the supply chain that if I can get you, you know, the majority of your stuff, great. You know, that's cool. But a lot of this stuff, uh, is it a decent time to go into the whole, our end of the, the, the supply chain issue? Right. Um, you know, on your end, you're... Your bar manager, your uh, right. your bartender is, is, they're trying to set their pars and order what they need to order. Um, on our end, we are looking at a million, a million different fires that need to put, be put out. Right. So, even though we our drivers in our warehouse, we were very fortunate, a lot more fortunate than a lot of others. Yeah. To hold on to. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're still looking at. CDL driver shortage across the nation. It's crazy. So who is getting a year later? So who's getting that that shipping container if we can get a shipping container uh, from the port to the warehouse? Who's right. getting it across the country? Who's getting it from the train station People to on the outside? Again, don't realize like there's. It's not because we didn't order Jack Daniels. We're assholes. No, it's because we can't get it because of. We're ordering it too. Chain of command, man. <laughs> you know? it, it just, yeah, it goes so much higher than you think it does when you. It's crazy. A bar and you're like, well, I love Jameson. <laughs> or I remember back in the day it was Bland's. Oh yeah, God, that's, that's still a major Bland's. player. And man. I was like, we get Bland's, and I'm like, my rep would be like, Chris, we got it. Do you want a case? Yes, we'll take a case. I don't care if you give me a case break or not. Yeah, we just, want it. Yeah, everybody wants Bland's. Get me all you can. Right. Yep. So that just goes to you know. So you're people don't realize that it's not we're not being assholes that we don't have it. Oh, you want it's it? Just, yeah, we I'm want trying, it baby. I'm trying. Because mm -hmm. I'm sorry we don't have your favorite liquor or wine at the bar. It's mm. you don't get it, and this is why I wanted you on here to alleviate like people from the rep side and the you know how intricate of a part you guys. Yeah. Yeah, Far you you of. get your liquor, you get your wine from <laughs> right. us in our state. This is how it's it's a three tier right. system, and that's how it's set up. And which is really funny because my sister's boyfriend, when I moved to Oregon back in 2016, it's so different out in Oregon. Whole other. So he was a he worked at a liquor store, and the liquor store guys had all these restaurant accounts, and okay. I was like, I'm sorry. Hold up. This is kooky. You have restaurant accounts, but you're a manager at a liquor store. How the fuck does that work? He's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, man, it's totally different out here. Whole other. It's a whole different ball west, game baby. out here. Wild West. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's strange. It. It's like, so he's like, yeah, we're going to go hit my M1 account. I'm like, you're a liquor store manager. What account? What are you talking about? Mm. Oh, yeah, you don't know. And I'm like, <laughs> no, explain. And we go to this Mexican restaurant. We're just pounding tequila. Oh, this is my guy. Like, Shane always takes care of me. And he's buying from them. Yeah. The liquor stores. That's kooky. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's a liquor store manager, and it's not like that. And I'm like, it's funny to see it how it is 
on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's uh, there's state-run stores all over the place. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, Pennsylvania, just north, is one of them, where if you want liquor, you're getting it from these guys. Yeah. Um, and they kind of dictate... And they control everything. The, the flow. Yeah. Uh, so that, I guess you would call it a four-tier system with a whole other hand... In it's like almost like a mafia system. It's like we're the, like we got the four families. That fascinates me if I'm a if I'm a Pennsylvania uh, 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 buyer and I try a wine from a rep, um, and I'm fascinated by it. I want this wine. Let's make this happen. Um, I need to check. I need the state to bring that wine in, and they're going to bother unless there's a certain amount of demand, right? Like they're. Uh, okay, well, well, when 54 other people want a case, we'll get a pallet and we'll talk about it. But for now, you can't get that wine. I'm not going to bother with that. Uh, which, it's an and interesting literally way right to do over, business. Like, maybe <laughs> 20, 15 minutes right over the Maryland line. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Completely different. Like, each state is so yeah. different. Maryland has a, a handful of counties uh, yeah. that are... That are that, it's county run. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Montgomery County, I think uh, Worcester County, Ocean City. Okay. There's a whole other hand. It's a different ballgame. <laughs> a whole other hand in it. So they have kind of their own thing working, and yeah. I can't honestly tell you I understand right. what the hell's it's going crazy. on over there. <laughs> How all of it works, dude. It's, it's nuts. Dude. I work within my microcosm. <laughs> it just... <clears throat> But what's also interesting in the in terms of the supply chain is it's not just the drivers. Um, uh, we're still getting ripple effect from Matt Wallen. <laughs> Cheers, Maine. We're we're still getting ripple effect from uh, uh, shipping container shortage. See, so I even, even know the about Suez that. Canal, yeah, uh, from two months ago, uh, they. You know, had a ton of backup there. These shipping containers need to offload their goods. They need to get sanitized. They need to get back out into the system. It's like prohibition. It's 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 crazy. It's real weird. We have a mature agave shortage. We have an oak-age spirit shortage. We have a glass shortage that's looming. Um, And this is what goes down to is like, well, why can't I get my... Why can't I get my crown royal? You guys had this tequila last week, well... Hey, man, you got to be patient. And if we this, knew this was going to be a thing, we'd have bought a case head, of it. Above we, our we, head. We bought our usual bottle of it. We didn't right. recognize that, you know, we have some fucking glass apocalypse upon us. And <laughs> had we known, <laughs> had we known, we'd have bought two cases and yeah. let it ride. But People don't realize how crazy it is and how higher up it goes. Oh, yeah. And then some... Split the, apart. The food supply, the food supply shortage. Yeah, it's so funny to me how all these people get so mad this summer. Oh, it's. Oh, do you guys have crab cakes? How much are they? Oh, they're forty-eight dollars for yeah. two yeah. crab cake. That's crazy. Yeah, crab it's, meat went from sixteen dollars a pound to fifty. Yeah, I'm not and losing and money on selling you crab. From what cakes. I was told, it was. It wasn't because there's not crabs. It's because. There was no guys. The boats. The yeah. boats weren't out there this <laughs> yeah. summer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, we're continuing to fight a, uh, right. you know. So don't be mad at your local crab uh, restaurant that you go to and you don't have certain crab entrees because it's not yeah. them. It's uh, the lack of, again, understaffing. People mm. just like, I don't think I'm going to. 
be a crab boat this summer because I don't know what's going to no happen. Help. I don't no, have help. Yeah. I don't have deckhands. I don't have guys. Yeah, yeah. It's not, screw you. You can't have crabs here. You can't have crab cakes anymore. It's, uh, we just don't have the people. Yeah, and at the end of the day. So this, at, even a year later. Yeah, at the end of the day. You're going to be the front line, though. You're the one who's oh, going to yeah. deal with the... All the bullshit you know, that I got. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I'm not going to say, you know, I work at a very nice seafood restaurant. And, well, $48 for two crab cakes, that's just ridiculous. I'm like, well... There are cheaper you, options on the menu that's that aren't crab. Have you been around <laughs> the area in Annapolis or mm. in Roanoke County? Because mm. it's just as bad. Yeah, yeah. There's certain restaurants... That literally wrote on the bottom of the restaurant of the menu that said, "We may not have crab cakes. Yep. Don't give us a hard time." Yeah, like, it's <laughs> yeah. pretty bad that a restaurant has to say, "Don't give us shit," essentially, because we don't have <laughs> crab cakes. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Get over it. Uh, yeah, like it's, it's, it's what- you go to a seafood restaurant. Um, yeah, I know you're not from Maryland. You want a crab cake, but. Tough shit, man. I'd love to sell it to you. I I'd, would. <laughs> it's, it's what I do. <laughs> it doesn't make sense right now. <laughs> it it yeah. just is what it is. So yeah. bear with us. Yeah, yeah. Come back next year. I don't want to tell you. Maybe they'll be like ten dollars cheaper. I don't want to tell Try you. Try rockfish. Well, mm-hmm. you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Rockfish ain't shit right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's still Maryland. You right. know. <laughs> Tighten it up. And I respect. And we we appreciate. You know, I love when we have t- tourism in Maryland. For the summer. Yeah, and absolutely. And because I make money off of tourism, everybody, we're all making money off of tourism. Yeah. So I'm not knocking it, but you got to be a little bit, you know, you give me empathetic. Some little give. Yeah. A little give. Because, or my favorite thing was, oh my God, like if I never got it more than 15 times in a week, oh yeah, it must be really tough being a bartender right now. We're, we feel you, blah, 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 blah. But where's our food right now? I'm like, you just, or they'll tip so, like, you know, 10%. And that's, yeah. what, that's what got me the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, we feel bad for you guys, you know, because you're in here and you're taking our order. I'm like, yeah, and I'm wearing a mask and I'm sweating my ass off <laughs> yep. in and out of the back of the house to take your order and try to give you as much good service as I can. Mm-hmm. But the be best a little experience possible. And then you tip me 10% and go fuck yourself. Uh, under the worst <laughs> right. possible. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. You got to be empathetic to all restaurants in every state. Because I know, you I, know, my buddy said he was in New York this weekend. And he said it was just, talk about understaffing. It was terrible. And that's a major metric. That, that's a huge talent pool that you're dipping. Yeah. So if you dip into a small town. Uh, or if you dip into the burbs, you have a much, much thinner ta- talent pool as well. So we're, you know, they'll scrape. They'll make it happen. You know, it, they might start closing on a Tuesday. They yeah. might start, uh, you know. My restaurant's been closed Mondays and Tuesdays since I started there last September. And I you mean. my it, owner wants to freaking close on Mondays no, and Tuesdays? No, that, that's money left on the table. For him, but us, it's also, everybody. Uh, making sure his staff don't blow their fucking brains out. Exactly. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly give you uh give you a little bit of runway here a little <laughs> and, and you know you see rush like i saw this thing on facebook this poor girl that works at ihop somebody she said you know a guest came in and said why aren't you wearing a mask sir i'm vaccinated 
you need to be wearing a mask. Why aren't you wearing a mask to this poor girl that's at the host stand at IHOP? <laughs> gave her so much shit, she quit and she blasted it all over Facebook. It was like, you gotta. Yeah. What was my favorite thing from waiting? <laughs> Don't fuck with people that prepare your food. Yeah, yeah, without question. And that needs to be a thing that. I'm not a nurse, I'm not a doctor, okay? Okay, and they went mm. through it this, this year. Mm. But I go and I handle your food and I freaking deliver your food to you. And you got to be empathetic, man. Yeah, yeah. Think, like, don't say I feel bad for you. Tip me yeah, accordingly. Take care of me. Don't say <laughs> you know? I feel bad don't for feel you. Don't feel bad for me. Oh, we feel take so bad for you. <laughs> and then you bust my balls for saying, yeah. oh, we were just wondering where our food was like. You just. I'm uh, also going to make things worse by being a douche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you aren't. You aren't. Don't feel bad for me. Take care of me. I'm. Right. I'm here to take care of you. Oh, it must you be know, really hard. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I chose this lifestyle. Okay. <laughs> I won't be getting out of it anytime soon. No. I know what I'm doing. I yeah. don't need your sympathy. Just tip accordingly. That's just, all yeah, I'm asking, just, man. Yeah. Uh, Lip service is all good and well, but you know, <laughs> this car don't run on God's own methane, homie. Let's make this happen. <laughs> your your feel bad for me is not going to pay my rent. Uh, yeah, exactly, I appreciate it though, exactly. but it's not. It's just not, man. I wish yeah. you could. Sympathy and fucking. Like, I know on, I I know I owe you fifteen hundred, but here's a thousand and five hundred and sympathy sympathy dollars. Right. See, not, fuck yourself. I don't live. I can't pay my rent. I can't feed my kid off of you. Feel bad for me. Mm, mm. Just just have some patience. And, I, and another thing, it's like, I wish that everybody could just, everybody is a systematic thing in society. Work at a restaurant for a month. I don't care what part of life you come from. It's like like the military in Slovakia. Exactly. Yeah, where you turn 18, you're, you're doing three months. Automatically. In, yeah, in the service industry. you gotta, you got to do at least a month and a half. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter where you are. Bartender, server, buster. No, doesn't matter. Yeah. Dishwasher. Get in the trenches. Just for some humility, 100%. My kid's nine. I'm going to make him work as a barback or a busser mm. for at least a year or two. I don't want him to get to the point where you hate everybody as much as I do. <laughs> or, but, get, or get various filthy habits. Exactly. As much as I have. <laughs> but 100%, he's going to have some humility in his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and work at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Because it makes people, Anthony Bourdain, quote, you know, nothing like feeding humility in somebody <laughs> until you work in a restaurant. Yep. That's yep. how you get humility. That's absolutely. It, it, it provides a different view without question. And it, oh, my God. It's just so. Uh, I'm so happy that I get the chance to talk a good friend of mine about the rep side, which, again, people don't realize you're an avid drinker. You go to your bar, and there's a reason. It's not just. That restaurant saying "fuck you." We don't want to. We, no. We're not serving yeah. uh, whatever you drink here anymore. It's because shit's backed up. I, you know, uh, we'd food. love to sell it to you, <laughs> and uh, you'd love to sell it to them. Right. And that's that's just that's how it be right now. You know. <laughs> I think if anything, I'm so tired of saying I'm sorry to people. And, no, you don't have to apologize. And a good me. friend of mine, my owner, don't say sorry. Yeah. Nah. Don't say sorry. Unfortunately, dot, dot, dot. Right. <laughs> this is how it is. Get the fuck over it. Mm. You don't like it? I'm not. 
hey, not- you know what? This random, this single malt scotch that I can't get for you right now uh, isn't available. However, we do have this one, this one, and this one. And this is the pricing of those. And if you like, and if you have some chops or, or at the very least, the capacity to bullshit a little bit, you can kind of be like, well, this one's not an option, period. Therefore, right. if that, you like goes this, on to the bartender this side. This one like, is also a space side. This one is similar. Right. Uh, don't roll over for these people. No, Say, no. okay, you don't like this one. Believe me. But I have this, this, and this, man. They'd love I, to sell you that $16 glass of single malt. 100%. They absolutely would. 100%. <laughs> They're tipped on that shit, you know? <laughs> but I don't have it. So you like this scotch. I have one that's just as comparable. Yeah, yeah. If not better, get over it, man. I promise you. In two weeks, I'll have your scotch back. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So don't be a dick to me. Two weeks, two months, you know. Either, yeah. <laughs> Potato, tomato. <laughs> uh, the- <laughs> Dude, but now I, I, it's just you know, you, yeah, yeah, and you get your ball breaking from the customer just as I get my a, ball breaking from the from buyer. the restaurants. Yeah. yeah, it is what it is, you know. And that's the thing I want to know: <laughs> how many restaurant owners, managers, GMs give you shit? Oh, all the time. But you know, I uh, you're uh, complaining about the uncontrollable is. What's what's the fucking yeah. point? You know, There's the best no thing point. I can do for you is give you Pissing in my the wind, vague man. interpretation of an ETA and maybe suggest a substitute is the limit of my power. I don't. How about use it, your great sales I skills and push it. this other one? Right. I don't. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't even. I don't even blow the glass that the uh, you know the bottle fucking. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't know what I can do for you. <laughs> I'm just telling you. I'm the, this I'm is the a, guy. What the I guy. do have right. is 200 cases of this that right. is similar product price point. Yada yada. If that is the uh, itch that needs scratching, I recommend it. Uh, until then, if you're dead set on this arbitrary name or brand, eh, it's saying it's due in December. So right. here we are. Good luck, man. <laughs> you know, shit's all jammed up somewhere in the Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing. Sometimes working at a smaller restaurant, because I've done both. You've done both. Yeah. A corporate slat, corporate compared to private. For example, we ran out of a certain liquor last week, and the higher power was like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the liquor store. This is, <laughs> I'm not going to deal happen. with this shit. Nothing to see here. But then you got corporate restaurants. They can't do that because they're too scared to deal with the repercussions. Uh, no one can technically do that. Right. No one can. Waves fingers in air. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, do what you got to do, man. I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm in no way condoning this behavior, but I'm right. also, you know, I, Looking I blind need eye. to recognize where your bread's buttered. Exactly. And, Figure it out. Uh, we're in weird times where you need to be a little more nimble, uh, a little more versatile. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, or, you know, if you aren't comfortable with suggestive selling, which is going to have to happen. Yeah. Uh, Don't you, be a I can't order have, taker. I can't, everything have, I can't have everything all the time. I think that's my biggest. I hate when, whether I'm a bartender or a server, I'm never an order taker. I've been doing this for so long. Oh, uh, yeah. You don't like this scotch. I will sell you this other scotch. I know what I'm talking about, man. Yeah, Just yeah, listen yeah. to me. I'm the bartender. I always say, yeah. trust me, I'm the bartender. <laughs> I got this, baby. Or don't trust me because yeah. I'm a bartender. Yeah, yeah, as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in charge of your good time. We got this. <laughs> yeah, man. 
Adam, I appreciate it, man. Hey, Thanks hey. for hanging out. Thanks for having me. 100% be back again. Bah, this I, guy is a legend to me. Ah, shit. Good friend. Used to be my bartender now. Yes, indeed. When I was actually almost a manager at a chain restaurant I won't name. <laughs> um, got my back all the time. But if it wasn't for you, man, like, yeah, I couldn't get shit done at that restaurant for sure. Well, dude, I, uh, <sighs> whenever you want me. I'm, I'm around. You're around, man. You, I, you're I'm your on, rep, man. for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get away from me, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll you're be there to bother me. you at work. I'll be there. I'm around. <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, man.